Hello and welcome back to HRT. I hope you're as well. Uh, this week we have another trans woman on, which is always a blast. Uh, her name is Allie. Uh, she's been a supporter of the pod for a long time now. She's been in the Discord for a while, which I always appreciate. So thank you, Allie. Um, her story is very unique and inspiring and different. Uh, she's young. She's 20 years old, which I haven't had a lot of younger people on recently. So I'm excited for you guys to get to hear that. Um, speaking of trans women, where are you guys? Come on my podcast and tell me your story. Uh, click the link tree in the description below. Take the survey. You can also find it in the descriptions in my TikTok and Instagram. And just, yeah, come share your story and talk shit with me on the pod. <laughs> uh, and make sure you subscribe to the Patreon. I will be putting out more content soon. There's a lot of content already there that you can watch. Um, I've had to cut out a lot of stuff from the last couple of episodes that I'm going to put up on Patreon soon, so make sure you subscribe to that so you can check that out. And join the HRT Discord server, please. It is free. You have no excuse. You don't need to know how to use Discord, I promise, because I feel like that's why a lot of people don't join. It's because they're scared, and you don't have to be scared. I promise you, it is a safe space. And that is about it for this week. Uh, let's go talk to Alan. Thanks so much, guys. Let me start by asking you where you are from. I'm I'm from Toronto, but then but I live in London at the moment, and London, Ontario, not England. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you live in London? Yeah, I had no idea. It's um, holy shit for school. I I try to get out of there as much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> how how is London treating you with um, all things trans? It's okay, I would say. There's a lot of ignorance, I would say. Definitely, I've heard my share of off comments from other people. Uh, but it's compared to what I've heard, like I've, it's pretty chill. I just, I'm used to Toronto and it's very accepting. So the, how is, how long have you, you live in, you lived in Toronto, you said, yeah. right? So how is it there? Oh, Toronto's like really good. I've, I've never really had any issues living there. Just maybe like I think I've gotten called like a slur in my face maybe one time by some like crackhead or something. But <laughs> there's, yeah, but it's been pretty fine. Like I, I, I think because well, I, I had I passed pretty quick in my transition, so like I think that's obviously a privilege and it's helped right, me yeah, a lot. That's true. How old are you, by the way? Uh, I'm I'm twenty. You're twenty. Yeah. I had no idea. Oh, oh my god! Really? I, I thought you were older than yet? me for some reason. I think so. Oh, I think so. Wow. I know. I think this entire time talking to you on Discord, I think I thought you were older than me from some for some reason. Oh really? Wow. I guess like I'm really far in my transition at this point. Like I started really early, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Mm. That that maybe kind of leads to it a little bit. I think also. I think um. I've had a lot of people that are older than me recently, so I think oh, yeah. just like everyone's older than me, and I'm interviewing a bunch of old people. <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm the young one here, so <laughs> you can have the experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, you said you started your transition early. When did you start hormones? Uh, I started hormones in uh, 2017, right after the uh, right at the end of grade eight. Yeah, grade. Eight. Yeah. It 
Okay. Wait, you were in eighth grade? Yeah, I was in eighth grade. Oh my god. Yeah, because you're twenty. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't know why that's blowing my mind so hard right now. I know. It it, it all went really fast. It actually was nearly wow. a year after I came out. I I came out on the twenty ninth or the thirtieth of June. I started hormones on the twenty ninth of June the next year. Wow. It was, okay, so you started in, in 2017. 2017. Wait, did you start hormones in 2017? Uh, yeah, I started hormones in 2017. And so I guess that's six and almost six and a half years now. It's... Yeah, I started hormones in 2017 too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that's the year I graduated. Wow, look at that. <laughs> All right, so 2017. And did you start? Why? So you started in middle school? I, I had graduated by the time I started hormones, but it was like right after middle school, like at the end. Yeah, but like, or so like around. Before, wow. Because I remember I went to my um, my younger sibling's graduation, and then like mm-hmm. about an hour later, my, I had an appointment for the doctor, and then I got my hormones. So it was nice. <laughs> wow. That's great. Did you start uh, automatically on the pill or on injections? Well, I started I, I started a Lupron, which is like a hormone blocker, a couple of months earlier in December of 2016. I don't think anyone's talked mm. about that before. It's um it's um Lupron's in like an injection that they they administer. It's like an IM one that they put in your thigh, and um, it lasts for like three months. You only have to get it every three months. And I started that a couple months earlier, and then I started hormones six months after that, which I I've, I started on pills, and I've always been on pills. Mm. Ooh. So that's how you start. It's a hormone. You start with a hormone blocker. That's an injection. Yeah, because right? um, okay. testosterone is a lot is like a lot stronger than estrogen, so they have to like really balance it right. out first. So, and and I was quite young, so, so they they wanted just to like see me try it out a little bit, make sure it wasn't a phase, mm-hmm. which is right. terrible to think <laughs> about. But yeah, <laughs> right. Okay, so you're you've you've been on the pill since though, right? Yeah. I've, I went on, I started really low at like probably about 0.25, which was about Mm. half. It's like the lowest possible. I remember I had to cut the pills with a knife in my, my kitchen counter. It's (laughs) terrible. Wow. Yeah. Now I'm at four milligrams. Yeah. I'm at four milligrams every day. Do you take, you take that every day? Once or twice a day? Uh, once. And yeah. And I have, and I've been on this dose since grade 11. So maybe about five years. Hmm. Got you. Wow. So, do you you like taking the pill every day? Do you ever want to do injections? Um, I actually never never thought about it because they they never really gave it as an option when I started. Maybe because I was like young and they didn't want, and I think they thought I'd be like scared of injections or something. But mm-hmm. I yeah, I always like because I I don't think there's a patch for estrogen, so I think it's either an, an injection or a pill and i don't think it's covered in canada that's the thing so mm. and my pills are covered so that's a real benefit of them wow so you know it's so weird because i before prior to this podcast i had no idea that like the pill was like the normal thing for trans women where like, oh yeah for trans men typically it's injections <laughs> but like i always hear like famous trans women like not that you know she's someone to really look up to but like nikita dragon I, she did, she does like injections. So I thought that that was like a thing across the board, but I've I've actually never really met too many trans women, but like everyone I I know, like has been on the pill 
but also it's maybe maybe it's also just a Canada thing too. So true. Because yeah, we don't have to pay for whatever's cheaper, I guess. Right. I think Ulrich is in Montreal, and she said the same thing about the yeah movie. yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I remember. Look at that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, what were your mood swings like when you first started out? I'm sure by now, you know, you've <laughs> six years in, yeah. you've been able to handle it better. But how was it starting out? A lot of crying, definitely. I yeah. like uh, definitely a lot of the opposite things I've heard here. I was just like every uh, if anyone would remotely yell at me, would start bawling. Any sad movie. <laughs> would start bawling and I'm an ugly crier so I'm always like (laughs) it's it's so it's so terrible like but yeah I'm but I I remember I'd go and I'd have all these like major outbursts in high school because I was still getting used to the the hormones so if anyone like remotely annoyed me I'd snap at them so hard which is everyone thought I was probably like such a terrible person I'm like it's the hormones don't don't blame me Hey, you were just going through puberty again. I know. It's okay. Like, <laughs> I, I, I guess I only got one technically because started really young. True, so. you were young. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to deal with male puberty. Thank God. Right. Yeah. Good for you. Hell yeah. I don't think I've had somebody on that's that's medically transitioned in school. So that's interesting. And before their their wrong puberty, if you will. So that's interesting. I was in um middle school when I came out, so it was it was a lot easier, and it was like um a really small private school with like gender neutral bathrooms and uh, like uh, was very accepting. Like all the principal was was queer. Like a lot of them, like about like nine of sixteen, like I only had sixteen kids in my class, and nine of nine of them were queer too. So it was a very oh my god <laughs> accepting environment right That's away. Like, right, that's like the best. What the hell? Damn, it was. I want to talk more about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, we can talk about it. Later. Got <laughs> You're good. You're good. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm very excited to talk about that too. I first want to talk about surgeries a little bit and how you feel about them. If you've gotten any, and if you want any in the future. Yeah, I can. I can talk about that. So at the start of my transition, I definitely was like, don't want to do bottom surgery. I've heard all. It's so scary. I just want some big boobs, and I will be, and I'm fine with that. Just pump me up and then I'll be fine um but that changed quite quick yeah I was a lot of my friends told me about all their back pains and their big boobs and like I was and I was pretty skinny for like a lot of my transitions so I thought it would look off at one point so I think that idea quickly got out the window but and I got really like one definitely wanted to do bottom surgery after a couple of years and dealing with some bad things in like gym class and changing that was really I really kind of got the start it was mm. I was always so scared and, mm-hmm. we, and every I would have like an anxiety attack almost every time we had to do swimming so I'd try to get an excuse to get out of it <laughs> right yeah yeah so bottom surgery is in the cards for you definitely then or have you had it actually I had bottom surgery <laughs> Girly slay! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, hell yeah! When did you get that? I got um vaginoplasty this summer. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations! Yeah. thank you. How did that? How did that go? It was it was actually like really good. I was it was a it was a really good place. Um, I got it done in Montreal. At the clinic is actually called GRS General Reassignment Surgery. <laughs> so it's, it was. It was really good there um 
I got it done the way I wanted it to be done. I thought I was going to have to do like this weird version of it, but then the doctor, he's, he's like one of the best in the world that I got, thank God. And yeah, he was really good. Did not speak much English, but he was, <laughs> he was fine. Yeah, he was, he was, he was, he was, he did really good. Wow. I think you're the first strange woman on who's had bottom surgery. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know it's a privilege. How old were you when you got it? 20 when I got oh, it. Oh, right. Yeah. So that year has isn't even over yet. Wow. <laughs> How is the healing process with it? Um, the healing process was a journey. We'll say that's a good word for it. it at <laughs> first, it was some of the worst pain I've ever experienced. I, I remember being in the hospital and like just the tears would never stop. It was just mm-hmm. like I could, it was the worst pain I've ever experienced. But, um, as, but at this point, it's nothing, honestly. So, like, and it's been like that since about a month after, I would say. Mm-hmm. So, it's wow. like I get these like shocks for some reason, like once in a while. It's just like throughout my whole body. Which they say that's normal, I, I guess, because it's normal, but <laughs> yeah. Well, damn. Well, I'm very happy yeah, for you. Thank you. If I'm talking over you, I'm very sorry. Sometimes these things are just, <laughs> it's hard to hear. So I'd literally just feel free to yell at me. <laughs> no problem. It's, it's okay. I, I kind of ramble on sometimes too. Like, <laughs> no, Feel free to ramble. I love the rambling. Uh, so, wow. Hell yeah. So that was the summer you said? Yeah, I have to do it in the summer because I'm in school. So you like, and and I had to fit it in as soon as possible. So I I did it um about two like three weeks after school ended, and then like I and then and I had to make sure I was all healed up by the time I get back to school because I'm a nursing student and I am working a lot of hours in the hospital at the moment. Wow, that's crazy. That like you have to. Wow. Yeah. It's like most people who, you know, get surgeries are out of school and don't have to worry about missing school and being all healed and stuff. And that's crazy. Yeah. It's, wow. it's kind of annoying that I have to like really think about it. And like, uh, and every time like people are complaining about stuff, I'm like, I have to do all my aftercare on top of what you're doing for school. So let's not complain anymore. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that must be a lot of work, though. Wow, especially nurses. Oh, wow, that's it was that's crazy. Aftercare currently is about um six or not not six hours. Um, it's forty five, like three hours a day. Yeah, three hours. I would say. Wow. So I have to devote three hours every day to that and deal my schoolwork, and it's so when that's a it's, lo- it's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, How'd you find time for this? Shit. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I woke up really early this morning. <laughs> uh, well, good for you. That's really awesome. Um, next, I want to get more into, you know, how you came out and everything. So you started medically transitioning in 2017. When did you come out as trans, though? I came out in June 2016. I um, was very, I was, um, I guess I'll go back a little bit. I didn't really, like, I always knew I was trans, probably, mm-hmm. or like there was, there was something. But um, after, I didn't know the words. And then probably at the start of grade seven, I think we had like a, 
someone come in and do like a, a lesson on like trans people, different pronouns, uh, different popular people in pop culture. So at that moment, I was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> but, but I waited quite a while. And, and, for, and for that waiting, I got really angry and I got really, and I started like getting the fights and I got suspended twice in one month. So I had to go to anger management therapy. Oh shit, really? Yeah, it was it was fun. And yeah, I was, and I I didn't know why I was so angry, and like I just kept get like like wanting to cuss people out and kept wanting like just to do stuff like that. But um, after this, I, yeah, I, I mandated therapy, and after the second um meeting with the therapist, I came out to one of my moms right after and um and then it was easy from there good well first of all i relate so hard i also was an angry little child as well i also <laughs> got i didn't get suspended but i got a fair amount of detentions didn't know why i was so angry either so that <laughs> checks out uh and then you came out to you said one of your moms yeah mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah, my I have a little gay family where you know, two, yeah, I have two yeah. moms and I have a non-binary sibling. Wow. So yeah, did Doral. that make did that make coming out a lot easier for you? Oh yeah, I I, I knew it was gonna be fine. It was just I didn't like I just I needed to say get the words out like and I just but it, like I. I, I I knew they were gonna accept me, and if they didn't, like, what? What's, what's with you? <laughs> I, I know there's some bad, like, hom- transphobic gay people, like Clarkson, that idiot, or true. But but my parents are are good. Like my one of my mom started the Dyke March in Toronto. She like she knows a lot of tra- trans women, and yeah. that's awesome. Wow. But it was it was all good. I kind I I knew it was gonna be fine, and it was that that comfort made me probably come out a lot earlier than if if it. If I didn't have like queer parents, mm-hmm. and you seem like you were surrounded by queerness for a, a long time before you came out in school, at I home. was like, I, like I don't, I have like two straight friends at the moment. Like I think my entire <laughs> like, like, or like all my friends are like not. I don't have any cis friends really, except like maybe one or two. So I'm all, I'm always mm-hmm. around like queer people, which is it, it's it really makes it a lot easier. <laughs> Yeah, no, I things. bet. Right. I think it's a necessity too, especially when you're trans, to be around people who can, even if they're not trans, who can, you know, yeah. get it on some level. So that's it's really a lot cool. more empathy. Right. Yeah. So you said you came out in 2016 to your family first? Yeah. I came out to my my moms and then we, and then we all kind of came out to my sibling together and then um, in in a car ride. And, but and they've been mm. amazing. They've—I don't think they've messed up my pronouns one time, not even once. Like oh my they're, god! Like they're—they're they're great. That's why I always try to be extra good with their pronouns because, like, my parents are still a little wonky mm. on it. Right. Yeah. Them is a little hard for them, but yeah, mm. I'm, I'm always reminding them and like, come on, let's go, parents, let's go. <laughs> You're good for me. It's been years. <laughs> right. I, I'm the same way with my mom, with other people, especially non-binary people too. <laughs> I get it. Um, so 2016, you said, how long 
were you closeted for? Like, how long did you know you were trans before you came out to anybody? Like, um, from October to June, maybe, of that year. Hmm. Not long. I kind of just, like, I wanted to start this. And I was like, it should be fine, so why not? Like, (laughs) Good for you, as you should. That's awesome. Timeline-wise, we have a very similar story. I also... I also like when I knew I was trans, I came out shortly after in 2016 and then 2017, I started hormones. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Literally. Um, now let me ask you about your gender dysphoria. And since you've had bottom surgery, has it helped immensely? I assume it, it did. Yeah. yeah well, like ho- <laughs> hopefully it would, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's a lot to go. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, but yeah, it that was the main thing. It was just it makes it makes it so much easier just to like plan my outfits and like uh like go in society and not like and actually like I went to like the beach this summer, so it's like it's a lot it's made it a lot easier and everything. Right. And um wow. yeah, I don't have much gender dysphoria now. Like I like I have it like once in a while, like more social, like when like I hear like like, cause I think, I don't think my voice is deep, but it's deep in comparison to like, like when I'm with a bunch of cis women. So I'll be, I'll start talking like a lot higher when I'm around them because the dysphoria starts kicking in. And gotcha. like, it's just the dysphoria talking because girly, your voice is <laughs> so feminine. Like I would have no idea, no idea. So that's Thank awesome. you. It was just like, yeah, my, <laughs> like every time I've to- told people, they're like, um, I would have known because if it wasn't for your height and voice, I'm like, like thank you. Why why do people say that too? Like I don't want to know. Like like Right. No, yeah. Is that a nice thing to say like I wouldn't have known but this? <laughs> it's like that's such a mean thing to say. Like Yeah, I know. I don't know. Like, I've always thought that like when cis people are like, "Oh, well, I would have never known you were trans." Like you're supposed to, like I get that, but when another trans person says it, I'm like, "Okay, like that feels nice, I guess." But like Oh yeah, I, I don't know. I, I agree on that point too. Yeah, it's just yeah. But to pick something out to be like, I would have known besides this one thing about you that like, that's what, what really fuck? bothers me. Because I never, I never thought it was an issue until people just kept being like, "Your voice is low. Your voice is low. Your voice is low." Ugh. But that's whack. It's not low. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I know that, and that's the thing that matters the most. Right. Period. Uh, but you mentioned earlier, like changing for gym class and stuff in school, which I thought was, this is not something I, all my guests have been a little bit older, so I haven't really heard that experience. And I relate so hard, except I didn't know why I was so uncomfortable. I never changed for gym. And I, that's one of the reasons I got like detention all the time, because I never <laughs> fucking changed. And I, they would literally be like, Cody, they didn't say Cody, but I was like, you have to change. They were like, you have to have to change. And I was like, I refuse to go in that fucking locker room. Like, it's not happening. <laughs> I, I I get that so, so hard. Like, I remember this, like, one girl in my class, like, I think she thought, she, I think she knew. Actually, she didn't know, because at the end of the year, she was like, so I know you're secret, girl. And then she kept, like, looking at me when I'm changing. I'm like, you're, are you, like, a pervert or something? This is terrible. <laughs> Oh. Right. Yeah, like, and we get called the perverts. Are you yeah, kidding? I know. Like like she kept like every time like I would I would always be in the corner. I'd always just like put my like like put my skirt over and then like pull my, my shorts down or something like that. 
but like she managed to like sneak her way in somehow every time it was so uh, I, like i i hated fuck? gym class i went to art school so everyone hated gym class so it wasn't really a bad thing period honestly yeah. but you know it i remember the last time i changed for gym class i was in middle school and i would like use the the stalls in the bathrooms in the locker rooms yeah. instead and i was like why are you using the stall you little weirdo what are you hiding and i'm like guys stop that's why i do for swimming all the time because i'm like everyone would have like their like their tits out in the middle of class I'm like no i don't want to do that in the middle of the room no like even though like right. i had them i'm like gross Ugh. yeah like like take trans out of the whole the whole problem like it's still weird that we make kids change in front of each other like it's fucking odd yeah gym class is a is a whole thing it's like i don't yeah if if i could get out of it like i tried to get out of it and do dance because i was at an art school but i was terrible at dancing so i had to to go back to gym (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck that though gym sucked yeah um long ago so uh, one of the topics today, because in the survey, you said you'd had experience with, I think, and that you wanted to talk about um, T4T relationships a bit, right? <laughs> Which, thank you for taking the survey, by the way. I appreciated that. No problem. I was going to ask anyway, but then I think it was the same day the survey came out. So I'm like, why not? Like, <laughs> nice yeah, plug for the survey. If you want to be on HRT, take the survey in my link tree and in my bios on Instagram and TikTok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, you said in the survey that you want to talk about this a little bit, T4T T4T relationships. Do you have experience? Yeah. You uh, I have like a little bit of experience. I've like, it like mostly like I've been on like dates with like cis people versus trans people. And like, it's a lot mm-hmm. easier like going on dates with um, trans people because especially as a trans woman, it's like dating is mm-hmm. terrifying for me. Like so terrifying. Every day, I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I could get murdered. Like, I, I, I easily could get murdered and like just end right. up in a ditch. And, like, right. Which is, yeah, ter- it's terrible to think, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, that's why I'm always, yeah, I'm always very scared now and just yeah. But um, yeah, I, you know, I can always be like really open when I'm on dates with other trans people, and I don't have to like make up stories about my past too, because mm-hmm. and I can just yeah. be truly honest about everything and like. Oh, this happened back in middle school. That was really annoying. Pre-transition, like stuff like that. It's it's a lot. Right. Yeah, I I prefer it generally, especially like because cis men, Ugh, gross. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Uh, but yeah. yeah, especially like I'm not saying that it's easier for younger trans people to date, or that it's harder for older people, or vice versa. But I don't know. Being twenty and dating as scary as it is like you know all the cliche emotions that you get like (laughs) especially with cis men in the world now like it's scary no matter what for a young person adding trans on top of that hard and i get it um it's pretty terrible sometimes yeah i bet especially for a trans woman like i'm scared and i can't imagine it the other way around so Mm -hmm. um but you said dating Going on dates with other trans people is easier, which completely makes sense because, you know, they get it and they understand it and they can relate to it and whatnot. But now I don't know if you've been in a relationship with another trans person or not. Have you? Like, you know, like a 
good amount of time or just on dates? I've, I've, I've mostly just been on dates. I haven't had like been on in like really any like long, like long-term relationships just um, mm. cause there's always been that like, like sense, like holding me back and like, especially like I've only been post bottom surgery for a couple months now. So I've always had that, like that fear and like mm. holding me back. No, I guess you. Yeah, for sure. I would too. Um, I feel like, you know, having a partner who's trans, like I think about it sometimes and I'm like, wow, okay. If I had a trans partner, male or female, I guess like it, they would understand things on such a different level than, you know, what, you know, my past girlfriends could, I guess. But also I get to thinking and I'm like, is that a good thing or a bad thing though? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I could see it in, in both ways too. Cause if you're kind of like both unloading your trauma on each other all the time, that could be right. a little like not, not the best after a while, but I think it also could be triggering too. Like if they're having a dysphoria day, does that mean like, you know, I should be having a dysphoria day too, you know, something like True. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I guess there are, def- there's definitely pros and cons I would say, but yeah, I, this, I think safety is like, just like my, my main thing. That's, that's why I'm always like, like, so, so in for like T for T too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I didn't know what T for T meant like in the beginning of this <laughs> podcast, I had to look it up like, <laughs> like a couple months ago. I won't really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> no <problem>. but <laughs> yeah. While they may be on, might be like under more understanding. That's that's two people in a relationship who probably have like serious like self image problems and like hate themselves for a good amount of their life. Which yeah. it's it's you know the cliche thing where it's you know you can't love anybody until you love yourself. I could see that being an issue, mm-hmm. especially for young for young trans people too. But yeah, definitely. You know, there's also a bright side to everything. They relate to so much more than a cis person could. Yeah, but I don't know. It's, it's yeah, it's a lot better to be like I guess for like empathy too, and just like you can kind of like help each other like like through through surgeries and like you can like right like I like if I was another trans person, I can do your injections with a nursing student. <laughs> right. Yeah. I I struggle myself doing it though. Like. Uh. That's, that's, I don't, that's why I'm like glad I'm on pills because like, I don't, I don't know if I could do injections for the rest of my life. Like, like I, I just got off like hormone blockers like a couple of months ago and like, I'm like glad, like good riddance. Ugh. But mm. yeah, that's why pills are like so easy. Just pop them, pop them in. Yeah. Do they, they don't make a pill for trans men, do they? No. No, 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 no. Damn it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> No, it's like the gel and, and I think patches. That's. Which... I'll probably be switching to the gel one day, to be honest. Oh, also, yeah, I'd be scared if I was in a relationship with someone with gel and then like developing like, like <laughs> yeah, nails, right. thumbs too. Like I'm like every time I'd be like, like I know it's not like I'm not gonna, just gonna start growing a beard right away, but I'm like. <laughs> You're going to wash your hands before touching me if, if that's going to happen. Right. Yeah, like, like as a trans woman, that's probably like a, an actual fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was a, a nurse at like a, a camp and I had to help someone apply their um, testosterone gel. And like I was like, 
wash my hands like crazy every time to the point like where they'd be so dry and I'm like I don't care I'm, I'm not going right. I don't I don't want to yeah. like develop symptoms <laughs> that's even like you know sometimes trans men have issues sometimes and need estrogen cream to help and like <clears throat> stuff like that and that, yeah. yeah and it's like oh my god no <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. Like, I'll stay in pain. Thank you very much. I'm good on that. There's a reverse sometimes too when like when like trans women haven't like developed enough downstairs, they might have to do um put cream to like prepare for surgery. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'd rather just do it do it another way. No, I'd I rather raw dog it. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> Figure it out. You're a doctor. Like, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, no, no I more dysphoria. Get that even though, right? Even though, like the estrogen cream for trans men wouldn't have like any effect like on anything physical or mental like it's just like the fact that it's estrogen cream no thanks <laughs> i'm <You> good know. <laughs> now tell me a little bit uh more about dating for you in general so are you like on like any dating apps or anything how do you go about it um i have a complicated relationship with tinder <laughs> it's i <laughs> I keep deleting it and then re getting it and then deleting it because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. my my roommates don't or one of my roommates I only only one of them know I'm I'm trans but yeah she's like get off it Allison right now I'm deleting it for you if you, if you go on it because it's so it's so um she, she always sees me and like and and sees me respond to these these men and like uh, the toxic things that they say to me and yeah so it's it's good intentions like and mm. but yeah I've I actually just deleted it yesterday again. because I don't blame you. It's rough out yeah, there. Some guy said some mean things to me, and I was like, block, delete. I, I can't do anymore. You, do you have on your profile that you're trans? I don't. And I'm Good. debating so. doing it because, well, I, 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 get the, I get the point before I had surgery, obviously, but like I have, like, like I pass very well. And I have, mm-hmm. and I have had the surgery. So, like at this point, like what, what's, what's, like, what are you? Why do you need like, to know? Yeah. Why do you need, like? There's literally there's nothing. No difference. Yeah. Yeah. There's no difference. Like, so why do you have to know? Well, I guess if you want kids, but well, I'm 20, okay. so I sh- I don't want I don't want kids with anyone, let alone like. Right, but you can just say I don't have the ability to get yeah. pregnant. That's and it. They don't have that's to know your trans. Very simple. Yeah. yeah. But yeah apps are I'm, I'm trying to go, i'm trying to do more in person i feel like you can develop more like realistic things in relationships the problem with uh, with our generation though is how do you do that because like True. I, nobody goes to bars like no like i mean yes they go to bars but like nobody really the only people that go to bars are like Does cis men up. who are like oh. yeah or just trying to have sex like i don't yeah nobody's craving real love anymore <laughs> like i i know like, <laughs> the uh, and the apps are just toxic and i and but i guess like if like i've like maybe hearing through friends i guess that's like the only way you can really get something in person mm. like from what yeah. i've heard but yeah like it's it's a fun experience definitely no, it's hard especially like since you know you you're living in london now right so you yeah was it like that? Was that a week? When did you move to London again? When, did you when I started uni in like um twenty, whatever 
what year that 2021 yeah 2021 mm. what was that like a hard shift for you yeah i was um i i had, I had a really um i've a lot of, dealt with a lot of transphobic experiences in london like i kept having um panic attacks in the showers because like i thought people were like were seeing me or like we're gonna are gonna like expose me or something or so yeah. i had to it's scary i, I had to, to leave my dorm a couple months early and, and move home just because i couldn't like like i i wasn't taking a shower because i was so scared of using it i don't blame you i could yeah. never Mm-mm. i can't even like pee in front of other people like i can't <laughs> like public restrooms are not for me so oh, i completely like, get you i yeah, I, I try to hold it so much and like wait till my apartment because if it's not if it's not like gender neutral or actually even if it is if it's not private, that's more it. Yeah. yeah, right. Everybody in my life is like, bro, you're like a camel, like you never pee, and I'm like, I've trained myself <laughs> to hold it in. Like y'all don't get it. <laughs> I get that too, and it's, but it's been so hard for me since like like I've been I'm I have to pee so often after my surgery. I guess TMI maybe, but like yeah. Yeah, um, I didn't know that. Is that like an actual thing? Yeah, well, because you're on a, like, you? <laughs> you're in a catheter, like um. So ah. yeah, it you kind of no, weakens okay. all the muscles down there. So I, mm. I'm like an old person now. I have to pee every like hour at this point, and yeah, <laughs> and and I drink a lot of water, so it makes it even worse. Oh my and, god, uh, I don't drink water. It's horrible. No. Like <laughs> I have maybe like three sips before I go to bed every night. Oh I my never god. Drink water. I have like um yeah, not good. five of these a day. Ugh. But like, look at that clear skin. I need to get on that. <laughs> <laughs> the hormones too. <laughs> right, testosterone gives me hair and acne. It's all it's fucking good for at this point. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <coughs> okay. Uh so going back to dating a little bit, oh, yeah. I <laughs> no you're fine i being getting sidetracked is my thing nowadays with this fucking podcast <laughs> um but i remember reading your survey and how you wanted to talk about t4t relationships and dating in general and you said something along the lines of trying to fit into that like barbie and ken role yeah. and at that moment when i read that i was like her i want her on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really liked I really liked that that analogy I guess that you made. Do you maybe want to elaborate a little bit on what you meant by that? Well, I feel like this actually works for in like a couple of ways. Like once I um I came out, I really I felt like I instantly had to be straight right away, and I had to like prove like for some reason I I I have to be a straight woman. I have to date like cis cis men to be honest, and like I will. That's the way I have to I have to look like I'm in like a like cis hetero relationship or people are not going to view me as like like a woman anymore so that mm. that's always what i thought and also in it's also like the the barbie ken model from like the way i looked i tried to look like barbie so hard at the start of my transition i put my body through hell like my i have so many feet issues from the amount of heels i wore like i have like my all my ribs are fucked or messed up by um you could I'm, okay. <laughs> corsets and all that like i oh. have um my eyelashes are all torn out from all the like the tweezing and like and like intense makeup mm. like my hair is dead because of all the bleaching to it so like uh, that so i guess 
I fit I that those are like the two ways I guess I've always tried yeah. to fit into it. Hundred percent, I see that. That's hmm. I'm trying to think of like how I'd fit into like who I, how I tried to fit into the Ken role, but I mean physically for sure, definitely. Mentally, I've definitely had my moments where I try to be cis, and then I'm like, "Ew, why'd I do that?" <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's crazy. You said corsets. I've seen like cis women put on corsets. Those are the things that like T- tie around your like waist. Your... Yeah, yeah. So you look like hourglass, yeah. Because I didn't have hips, oh. so I, I I've always tried to like look more feminine, like in. Cause, that yeah. sounds so painful. It is. I have many issues with my body. My doctors don't really don't like any of this. <laughs> I've had from the amount of heels I've worn, I've had surgery on like every toe because they're all messed really. Up. Yeah. Oh my god! Great. I wear, I, I wear six inch heels every day for like five years. Every day. Yeah. Wow. You're dedicated, yeah. huh? I, I am. It's like I've. I think I've had a blister on every single part of my foot. Every single. Ow! 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 Yeah, that's not good. good. See the things. The things we have to do just to be happy and fit in. Yeah. <clears throat> now I'm because people don't treat us right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Nice and safe. Right. Um. Okay. So. <clears throat> you also said on the uh, survey that misogyny is kind of a big thing in you know what you think about yeah given your transition i guess <clears throat> and since we were talking about t for t relationships have you ever experienced misogyny from other trans people do you think yeah i i, I definitely would say so i've, I've um like I've worked as a camp counselor for like many summers now. It's like, like I want to work in pediatrics. I love, I love children. Like, so mm. uh, I've worked at a couple of queer camps, like just all LGBT camps and um, mm. which is really good. But also there's like been, there's definitely some toxic experiences in there. I've, I remember I went, I think I was still a camper at this point, And uh, one of the, the counselors wanted to make, do this space where um trans for trans women to be like included like for swimming so he thought of doing a um like a untucked swimming which i hated mm-hmm. we, all, we all hated the idea of that and we, we all felt so uncomfortable mm-hmm. especially that like some like a, a trans woman didn't start this clearly because we all like no, no one wants mm-hmm. we all kind of exiled this yeah mm-hmm. so was this who 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 did he make this a rule was this a trans man a cis man trans man yeah and um because um they i think they were doing like um like they wanted to find the equivalent to like um because they did breast out for like trans men but like then they wanted to find an equivalent mm. but like they, there's that's different it's it's not the same like it's yeah. like like i like and if if you would have consulted a trans woman she would have like like i would have told you like that's a terrible idea like don't do that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess I can see what he was trying to do by mm-hmm. by doing that. Yeah. Where it's like, I guess, I don't know. Normalize it. That's weird I to guess. me though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, like I get maybe, the other side, but yeah. Because like, I guess for trans men, 
there's a whole like free the nipple thing too, where it's like, you know, I get that a little bit more, but I typically, I feel like trans women don't, aren't, aren't, don't have the same mindset when it comes to that. And it is different. You're right. Yeah. I get I, that. That's what I would say. So, and especially like, yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, like we, we all have like similar experiences within the community, but like definitely like there's things that like, like I'll experience that you'll never experience like vice versa. Like, so it's right. important to like, I like mm. consult like with other people if, if you're like creating like plans like that that's what I would say mm. is that the only time in your transition where a trans man has been a little bit misogynistic I guess because you I, you can define that as misogynistic I think in a way yeah <laughs> I would say or I would, I would just say it's more of like a like an ag- that's that's not really misogynistic I would say more of just an aggravating experience if anything just um right yeah but like um I've been talked over a lot in like 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 I've, I've always, I've been like in a lot of like trans spaces and been the only trans woman. And then just like, no one's going to listen to me, even if it, if it's, I need to input like an idea, like they'll always just you know all the trans men talk over me. And like, it, it was, it's, you know, it's not lovely. Why do we do that? Like, even I'm probably at fault for that. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> look at me. I have a fucking podcast thinking I <laughs> like what I have to say is important. Like, it's not. But, like, I don't know. I think maybe, and not that it's, it's an excuse at all, but I think when trans men, first of all, when trans men, you know, talk over women or, you know, do the misogynistic things that cis men do. It's very much projecting and trying to cope with the fact that we're men now and, like, we have this privilege and we can do this now because we couldn't for so many years. But, like, we should know better, guys. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. Men men know. It's the... uh, I've been in a lot of spaces where it's, like, I'm the only, like, trans woman because... The thing is, like, I feel like in the media, all trans women, like, mostly trans women, but, like, in my life, I've I met three trans women, maybe. So I feel like yeah. there's, like, that dis- distance because, well, because everyone's more hates on trans women and just, like, and, like, I feel like that's everyone, like, the conservative image is, like, is a man, like, dressing like a woman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely, you guys are definitely hated on a lot more in society, in the media, and I don't know. I'd like to know the ratio between trans men and, like, trans women in the world, or at least America, (laughs) but, like, (laughs) I don't know, because I've had, this is, what, episode 26, 27? Yeah, it's probably 27, and I've had, you're the third trans woman on, Mm -hmm. out of probably, like, I don't know. 25 yeah that's math <laughs> 25 trans men like right i like i can't find y'all like and i don't know why like i know there's a lot of you where are you all <laughs> i know like they're, 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 like i feel like everyone like can confidently name like a couple of trans women like at least that they they've heard of like i don't know mm-hmm. if everyone can name as definitely name as many like trans men especially in the media so like i feel like yeah but i guess right. i don't know i like i know a lot of trans women that don't really want to like talk about being trans after come after they fi- they're passing they're like out of my life yeah true which i don't really align with to be honest mm-hmm. but i get it you do you you don't nobody has to 
be out. And, like I and get proud, it but, too. So right. like like especially with like all the hate in society, it's might be mm-hmm. it's sometimes nice kind of like to lean back and kind of just <clears throat> get out of it for a bit. But like right. our the community is under attack. Like you can yeah. like you can do that. Maybe maybe find find your way in too without still mm-hmm. being like in the shadows. Right. I definitely think that like like when you're facing society and like you know you, the daily people you see in your life and you're scared you 100% don't have to say that you're trans but like for you yourself like when you're alone by yourself and you're ignoring the fact that you're trans and I don't know to me that's a little like self-hating yeah <laughs> yeah just a little because I like I always um, recognize it even if I like I don't want to be like with like my trans flag like whoa yeah i'm trans yeah like i I still (laughs) recognize that my experiences are different than like my friends and uh yeah it's and Mm -hmm. that it's for the better i guess right yeah yeah um i want to talk about a little bit um about healthcare since you're working in the healthcare field and i think that's awesome i think (laughs) what what did you say in the survey that you let me just ask you actually why did you start sure (laughs) i wanted to make spaces safer for like trans people generally like i've dealt with a lot of crap in the system and like i just i know i know like and i'm in school currently and we're we're not being taught that well we're giving we're mostly just given definitions and um that and like slight i don't even know like contextual factors like why like you should care for trans people but like i've i did i did a course on medication we weren't taught even for a second about hormones too or anything which because there was a lesson i think on hormones but like they didn't mention that like they could be used for for gender like hrt therapy i'm like that's not that hard people i could teach a lesson like this right i mean i couldn't but (laughs) i think we all know that i can't but i do agree that it but if i if if it was i think i'd be well more a lot more educated on it god you know yeah i don't know that's whack though yeah it makes sense now like seeing like the education that we're receiving and then hearing some of the comments that people make in my faculty like i remember one one of my professors like like pretty much said it was a, a burden to deal with trans people, especially like in the case of um, uh, mis- not mastectomies, um, cancer dis- like screenings for the breast. I forgot what it's called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mammograms, oh, mammograms, yeah. mammograms. Yeah, yeah, those like, suck. <laughs> why are you saying this? It's not a. Right. I'm not a burden. Shut up! Oh my god. Yeah, she what was, the fuck? She was a terrible right. professor. <laughs> Does anybody at your school know you're trans? Um, no, I just, I don't really like my, my school is full of these really judgmental. Yeah. It's like, a, mm. and there's a lot of clicks. It's like high school, really like, um, mm. everyone's like very, very mean, like, and, yeah. Like so yeah, as you I, should, I, don't yeah, give I, me I that just, power to hurt you. Like in class, if there's ever, like we're talking about trans, trans things, I will put my hand up and like, and call them out still. But like, right. yeah, yeah. They, no, I get yeah. you. It's I don't I don't feel safe enough because because like I don't have like I don't have my parents here parents here like I don't have most of my friends don't live in London so right. yeah yeah you're better off you know 
being safe. And, and I'll wait my battles. I'll I'll deal right. with them in a, in a couple of years when I'm a nurse. Right. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so. A little bit of a topic today is I I asked people in the Discord to share their uh, like bad healthcare stories, which is actually your idea. So thank you for that. That was a great idea, and a lot of people. A lot of people shared some gnarly stories. Yeah, I saw. Um, do you have a uh, a story of your own? I can I can share some. I actually told my my roommate about this one yesterday. So go for it. I I, I think I was, yeah, I was talking about like all my feet issues. So yeah, I, I had to go see like the podiatrist because I I had another like messed up toenail or something like that. So she was like checking my my feet, and out of nowhere, she just like goes like this at my genitals and like how does this work? Oh my god! And then she proceeds what to ask fuck? like about my hormones and about like uh like are these are these implants? Um, Ew! What the fuck? She's a. My parents told me after that appointment that she's they um she's also said some very homophobic things too. So we're not going to be seeing doctor doctor um whatever her face is uh, <laughs> so she's she's kind of crazy she has a picture in front of her office that looks like she just like snorted drugs or something <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's scary i'm like she looks so sweaty and she looks like oh like 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 this <laughs> i'm like doctor or whatever her face is like is freaking insane looking yeah that's, that's my experience uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know what she looks like, but the face you just made, like, I can see it. Like, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I feel like... funny, so. <laughs> uh, sorry that happened to you, though. That's whack as hell. I know, at the Damn. foot doctor of all places. <laughs> or the chiropodist? I guess I think that's what it's called. Oh, uh, the foot doctor of all places. <laughs> I know. Like, I, I only expected this at, like, I don't know, like, like, I have never had to go to, um, a urologist which i'm so thankful for like i would not want to be like my dainty ass in there like with a bunch of men (laughs) scary oh god yeah no can imagine um i think i've shared mine a couple times i probably have a couple but the one that's in my head right now is i went for a what's it called like a I don't know. I was starting a job as a FedEx driver before this podcast was a thing. And yeah, I just really needed a job. And I was like, I'm going to be a fucking FedEx driver. <laughs> and <laughs> for God knows why. And <laughs> I, I um, right. And they needed like a physical for me. So I had to go to a doctor's office that was in fucking bumfuck. <laughs> and I didn't, I, it was like an hour away. Didn't know why I had to go there, but I went. And this lady who didn't speak very well English, um, I was she was just kind of like, I don't know, she's taking my weight and my height, and she's like, okay, like, how long have you been, been on testosterone? And I'm like, I never told you that. What the fuck? How did you know that? And I said, I was like, I don't know. At the time, it was probably like five, four years. I said that. And she goes, okay, why? And I was like, what, what do you mean, why? <laughs> why what, what? I don't know the right answer. I don't. What do you mean, why? (laughs) And I'm like, because I'm trans. And she's like, what? What 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 does that mean? 
And I don't know if it was a language barrier or not, but I don't think that it was. I think she was just severely uneducated. So I really had to educate this woman on what being trans was. And then she goes, okay, any surgeries? And at this point, I don't know why I didn't lie. I have this weird thing when I'm at the doctor's office that I have to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. <laughs> so I, I get that. I I, I'm like, that's true. Right. I could have said no. I could have said no. I've never had any surgeries. But yeah, my dumb ass was like, yeah, I got top surgery. Why did I think she would know what that was? I don't know. She goes, what's that? Oh no. And I really had to explain what that was, and that wasn't fun. I didn't so badly I didn't want to have to explain what it was that I lifted up like one side of my shirt. I'm like this. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, Oh, okay. I don't know what this woman thought. It was terrible. And I was like, You're a literal doctor. Like a literal doctor. It's it's terrible. Like I don't oh my how do you not know? It's like, people are just in the media all the time now. Like, do you right. turn, never turn on the news? Never? <laughs> right. like, these doctors, like, meds, the curriculum in, in med school is probably not good at all. Right. No. Yeah. I don't know. Because, like, I, I thought it was a language barrier, and then we stopped talking about all things trans, and we had no problems communicating, so I, I, I don't know I what the problem was. was. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we have a lot of stories from viewers, people in the Discord, which thank you guys so much for sharing. Um, I'll read a couple, and if you want to read a couple, that'd be cool. Sure. Sounds good. Um, the first one I have is from Eli. Uh, Eliza says, at, f- at my first visit to the doctor to get approved for top surgery, I was sitting in the waiting room full of people for the fir- full of people for the first time since visiting this office. The doctor calls out my dead name, and I just sat there thinking, there's no damn way she just did this in a place where everyone goes, off- goes for their gender therapy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I eventually get up. Everyone is staring at me. My face is bright red. And once we're in, in her once we're back in her office, she's reading the letter from my psychologist, which has my name on it. And she she just goes, well, I probably should have read your file before I came to get you. <laughs> Jesus. That is... Like, are you kidding? That is so unprofessional. Like, literally the first thing we're taught to do is a 60-second scan of the patient's file. Read it over because you're going to... Mm. You have to use the right name because if you don't, it sounds like you're underprepared. Oh, my God. This... This yeah me so much and like not professional Ugh. and like gender therapy like that's where you go to get gender therapy <laughs> like that's the opposite of what Eli needed <laughs> like shit i i don't know so, oh my god some of these places are just so terrible really sorry to go through that eli yeah uh next one is from nathan uh, mine's more funny, I guess, at least to me, but my boyfriend picked up my hormones for me one time. He says, and the pharmacist, the pharmacist thought it was for him and goes, damn, that shit really works. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love that look. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's hilarious as hell. You know, actually I was at the pharmacist one time picking up my hormones and I might've told this story before. I don't know, but. There was always a problem with me trying to get my hormones from the fucking endocrinologist. I hated it. It was about terrible. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm talking to the pharmacist, 
and we're having like a nice, respectful, polite conversation. And I said the words, something along the lines of, I don't know why they always do this to me. I like, I don't get it. It's not that hard. I said something like that, talking about the endocrinologist. Yeah. And motherfucker behind me, I turn around and he goes, you know, not everybody understands. So you should be a little nicer. And I was like, not everybody understands. I know you don't have to tell me that, but like, I'm speaking to my doctor and my pharmacist who should fucking understand. Like, mind your own goddamn business. I'm sorry, so maybe you should put your some headphones in and shut the hell up. Like, what is right. wrong? This is none of your business. Like, oh, right. People, people try to bug people in their head all the times. I'm like, God. He was definitely he was like 75 years old too. Like, mind your own fucking business, bro. Like, yeah. Mind your business. You're gonna see the light of him soon enough, right? Like, <laughs> Ooh, that was mean. <laughs> Please. <laughs> uh, next one is from Troy. I have a pretty shitty story. There was there was only one trans health healthcare clinic that I knew of in where I live that uh, prescribes hormones. <clears throat> I had called them in January of 2021 to see about intake to start the process, and I was made aware that there was over 100 people ahead of me waiting for the same care. After almost a year of waiting, I called to see where I was in the queue, and they had told me I was taken off the intake list because they could not get a hold of me. I had given them three numbers, mine, my girlfriend's, and as a last resort, my parents. This caused a lot of turmoil for me, and I went to a walk-in clinic and the doctor sent a referral to a different clinic that I had no idea existed. The people there were great and informative and I was on hormones within a month. More of a shitty story with a wonderful ending. Yeah, at least there was that. Is a there wonderful was that. <laughs> right. But that's, that's in Canada, too. Like, I wouldn't thought that. But Manitoba's not too True. good from what I've heard. Right. Oh, really? Yeah, it's um, the west, like, from Alberta to Manitoba, that's kind of like the middle of Canada. It's all these like conservative mm. politicians there, like, got you. Yeah, mm. I, I try to stay away from the, that place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's a definitely yeah shitty story. I'm sorry that happened to you, but I'm glad that you got your hormones and it all With, worked like, out. Three anyway. different numbers thank you too. Saying. Like that's right. Like my ass, you couldn't get a hold of Troy. Like you're kidding. Yeah, I hate that. Pathetic, honestly. Uh, the next one is from Tony, which was, uh, Tony was a past guest. So hello again, Tony. Um, Tony says, oh, I definitely have a story. LOL. I was at the dreaded OBGYN appointment and she thought I, oh my God, (laughs) I remember this one. I, she thought I was a cis woman on a low dose of testosterone for a low sex drive. Then she she proceeded to comment about my bottom growth and tried to refill my prescription, even though she's not the one that prescribed it to me. Big yikes. Oh, no. Oh, my God. God. That is horrific. Horrific. Yeah. Tony, I am so sorry you had to go through that. See, this is why... This is why like, I refuse to go to the OBGYLFW, whatever the fuck you call it. I, oh, yeah. If I'm I was so the other passionate way, I, about this. I would never. I, I don't think I could go. Like, especially, like, Mm-mm. being in a place full of cis women and then, like, it's just right. uh, <laughs> so awkward. Oh, that is oh, terrifying. Is terrible. Do they even read I mean, those files? Right. Like, I think, right. Like, like, for real. Like, some of this stuff could be just like stopped so easily. 
like so easily. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's the OBGYN and like you're going to talk about stuff, genitals and stuff. Like I get that. That's mm-hmm. the place to do it at 100%. Yeah. But do you have to I don't know, talk about that? Like I don't I don't know. Especially like this person saw that Tony was on a low dose of testosterone. Everybody knows what happens when you're on a low do- when, when you're on a dose of testosterone to the mm-hmm. you know to like well, to should. talk about it. Why? Why do you have to talk about it? Like, well, they should know too, especially being like right. a doctor. Like this, it's kind of like I don't think everyone passed right. who deserved to pass their exams. Right. Right. <laughs> what the fuck. Um. All right, I'll read. I'll read the next one, and then you can start at Jack if you want. But uh, I'll read this one. Oh, sure. This one is from Tofu Press. I love that name, by the way. I just moved to upstate New York from Texas because I wasn't able to access my hormones anymore. After a bill passed in 2021, the only private practice in my area shut down, and I've always gone to them for my hormones because, uh, because they're great. And at the time, I turned 26. And I lost my health insurance. And then I became disabled at the same time, and I lost my income, and I couldn't afford to pay out of pocket for appointments slash hormones. Anywhere anywhere else, the cost was so insane. I was off hormones for a year and a half, and it was really hard to see the effort I put into relieving my dysphoria just slowly start to reverse. I am just lucky enough to have a family member with a large social media following to share a crowdfund and I was able to raise enough to afford the move and deposit all of that and now I have access to everything I need but Texas is really fucked really fucked me and I wish I could get everyone who needs it out of there holy moly that that was a journey I'm that glad was, you're out of Texas that was though. crazy like I, I can yeah imagine. for real because I I've, I haven't heard as much from the states but it, I've, I, I know generally it's pretty terrible in a lot of them now Oh yeah, Texas, Florida, anywhere down south is fucking awful. Yeah, I don't. I'm glad you moved to upstate New York. New York is pretty good. You're not Mm -hmm. that far away from me in upstate New York, so that's good. Um, good. It's good that you know New York is better. But sorry, I had to go through that. That is wild. It is. It is so terrible that like your your hormones can just be taken away pretty much just if you don't have like the coverage anymore. It is terrible that like hormones can be taken away just because someone doesn't have the money and like and and like all the. um, like what that does to someone like I, I don't know and I'm like this must be like really terrible yeah and that's why I'm like so afraid to like get a histo because like or get a full histo because full histo is what I want but I'm also like if I get a full histo and my testosterone gets taken away from me what am I going to do <laughs> you know? I know I, I've been thinking that since I watched the like the episode yesterday too because <laughs> like yeah, I I full nothing down there I just need to take my hormones and <laughs> right I don't know. So, but, that's that's scary. Yeah, I know. Like, I think I'm not as worried because Canada is a little better, but still, like, climate change. Right. <laughs> yeah. That is. Uh, do you want to read the next one from Jack? Uh, sure. This one is very long. I'm not sure if a therapist yeah. counts as healthcare, but my first experience with a therapist was horrible. She wasn't hateful, just wildly uneducated. I would have been understanding of this considering she was cishet but her website literally said she was specialized in lgbt patients and not conversion therapy 
I've come to learn that many places and people who say they're LGBT friendly really mean they're LGB friendly. She constantly misgendered me. And yes, I was pre everything, but therapy should be a safe space, of course. She didn't know the difference between estrogen, testosterone. Yeah, keep kept asking if I was going to start estrogen. She didn't know the difference between a trans man and a trans woman. She kept making excuses for my family when I vented about them not being accepting. She talked about her other trans patients while misgendering them. She didn't say their names, but still. She tried to make me settle on they-them pronouns as to make it easier on my family. She sometimes even got my religious... Dis- by, dis- or, got, or even got religious despite me putting down that I was an atheist on my form. And the list goes on. I should have reported her, but I was 17 and never been on, to a therapist before. Plus, it's not like I had any support from my family at the time either. My family is now supportive, for the record. Again, she, was ju- she wasn't mean-spirited, sh- just confused, uneducated, and unprepared. My problem doesn't lie with the fact that sh- she didn't know anything about trans people. Rather, she specifically advertised that she helps LGBT patients. And uh, again, she never tried converting me. She was just clueless. She was a, a nice and friendly person, but she needed to educate herself on trans issues before taking in trans patients. I've been to other pa- therapists since, and while they were much better, I could, just could never click with them. Maybe just not a therapy guy. Oh, God. Damn. That's, that's awful. No, and like, Jack, you you are so nice about it like i would be like fuck this woman she's a bitch <laughs> like, yeah, I, I know just, like, you're literally like like, like, you should... <laughs> like saying all these like nicer things about her and like defending her like when like literally right. like oh my no that's that's I, like god awful i really connect with on these points like trying to settle in they them pronouns like i thought about i i thought about that right away just because like make it easier for the parents that they'll know that but like is it even easier and like still it's just like if if you think they them pronouns are even easier too like it's i feel like if i came out as non-binary it would have been harder like given the fact that you know my mom and that whole generation doesn't even understand it so i don't know what that therapist was even thinking like yeah that, that's uh, not that's not a good idea like i think like they definitely need to mandate some sort of education on trans people. That's what that's what I think personally. Just so like, right. like crap like this doesn't keep happening. Because like, mm-hmm. this this woman might have like really good intentions. Like like that that easily could have happened. But just yeah, like maybe just say you're LGBT friendly at this point until you receive the proper education. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, the tell was that they that she talked about her other trans patients and misgendered them. Like, tell me you just wanted more business without telling me you just wanted more business. Like, you know nothing <laughs> about, I don't know if she knows anything about, you know, lesbian, gay, and bi people. Probably does, but, like, I don't know. That's yeah. that's whack as hell. Why would you talk about your other clients as a therapist, too? Like, that doesn't that seems like, yeah. even if you're not using the name, that's really unprofessional. You should just, like, try to, like, focus on the person in front of you and not just try to make it, like, like this who knows right i don't know and you're right jack therapy is supposed to be a safe place so that sucks that you had to go through that and i don't know i don't think that it's that you're not a therapy guy i think you've (laughs) just been through a really shitty experience i 
not I, this that's therapist. horrible definitely right that sucks i'm sorry you had to go through that uh next one is from g do you want to read that one i could also read it too oh. if you don't want to sure i'll read this one i had my sure. therapist when i would or I had my therapist when I was about 19 and I didn't know I was non-binary then. All I knew was my sexuality. So I told her I was gay. And prior to that, I told her I had some issues with my father. She implied that it was my fault. My dad didn't accept me. Sick. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> like, I completely like believe you. Like, it's, <laughs> Our, um... it's sad that I believe you. Are do they are they thinking about what they're they're saying before they say it? Like these therapists are wild sometimes. God. Yeah, and it sucks that like therapy is our like one that we have to do it first of all, and then it's mm-hmm. like the one thing that could get us to the next step, which is hormones. Like Yeah. I don't know. That's wild I, to me. I know, like it's kind of like terrible. Like like I don't think like I haven't had any bad experience with therapy personally, but like I I've heard so many other people have really bad experiences. So yeah, really, it's really terrible. No, it's ass. It's like the one place where you should feel safe and you're not. And then, I don't know, that could ruin somebody's like whole transition if you think about it. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people who go to therapy are baby trans, you know? They don't know what the fuck is going on. And like, <clears throat> especially from like Jack, like, and from what G is saying, it sounds like, you know, they were young and like didn't have any, didn't know how to, stand up for themselves yet or you know weren't able to process their own emotions and how they actually felt about it you know what i mean because like if i was going through that in the start of my transition i would have been like okay whatever you say but like now i'd be like hey yo fuck you okay <laughs> literally <laughs> you know what i mean like uh my, no that's whack my ther- first therapist was um was trans herself too so that was like a, lo- a lot more comforting like but like i at the start of my transition, I, I probably would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. It's okay. I'm right. <laughs> I, I'm the fault for my issues. <laughs> I'm the burden. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything's because of me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one is from Max. Um, Max said, I went to my PCP for help doing my shot and told them my dose was 0.25 and they injected me with the whole bottle for my first ever shot. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, my God. Which, to put in perspective, was a month's dose in one week. You, oh, my God. In their defense, the pharmacy... Yeah, yeah. Easily. In, in their defense, the pharmacy did label the bottle incorrectly, but still. And then when I had a bunch of side effects the next day, I was like, hey, look, this can't be because of the tea, right? They said, well, I mean, I've never injected someone with that high of a dose before, so it could be. I was like, if you thought it was too high of a dose, why did you inject me? This is that air. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Max, that is wild. Yeah, that is. Holy. Horrendous. Fuck. God, like. What wow. The- there's like guidelines like for it like you like if it like I would immediately realize like if I was doing that injecting oh my god this is a lot of a lot of testosterone what I don't think I should be injecting this because like there's we literally have like a a drug book beside us when we're in the hospital that says the the appropriate doses wow I mean that's crazy like even like minors who start hormones who start testosterone 
know how to do it and do it themselves and they do it the right way like that is wild to me like <laughs> yeah i know um, like literally like tra- the fact that some, some trained professional did this is like are they still are yeah. still working i think you might have had to change careers I, my dude <laughs> max i hope you fired their ass because that is oh wild yeah like never, um i'm inject you again mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, next one. I wonder what his symptoms were, to be honest. I don't know what happens when you've injected too much testosterone. Um, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe, like, kidney things eventually. Mm, probably. Yeah. He just, <laughs> just got a really low voice. A lot of facial hair and, like, a week. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Turn into the Hulk real quick, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, how, that's how it works. <laughs> Inspiration. <laughs> Uh, okay, the next one is from Cam. Oh boy, do I have a nightmare of a story for y'all. So the last time I went to Planned Parenthood, I had to get my blood drawn to check my T levels. My normal location was closed, so I had to go to the one like 30 minutes away. And let me tell you, I will never go back there again. Firstly, after I signed in, signed in, they shouted my dead name to the whole waiting room full of people. Even after asking my preferred name and pronouns, bruh. But it gets worse. After dead naming me and she hurrying me for the entire appointment, I was getting my blood drawn and this woman took four vials of blood. I hadn't eaten all day and it was like 3 p.m. The lady was being hella rude the whole time and it was practic- and, when- and was practically manhandling my arm the entire time. I told her that I wasn't that I wasn't feeling good and that after my blood was drawn, I needed to stay seated for a minute because I felt like I was going to pass out. She got all exacerbated and told me that she needed this room for other patients and didn't have the time to wait for me period i told her that i was the one that drove myself and i really needed to sit before i got back in my car so she said fine but i would have to wait in the smaller waiting room i didn't feel like arguing so i said sure and followed her out out of the room all stumbling and shit as i rounded the corner to the waiting room i blacked out and face planted so hard in front of everyone the nurse got all annoyed and was like ugh get up and i was almost ashamed of myself as if i can tr- can control something like that oh my oh god, god. It's, that it's is so... wild what oh that i i like I, speechless <laughs> you you literally like have to sit down after you're you're doing like you're drawing blood like they right like, I, like my hormones checked every three months like i know like they're like i I try to get up and they're like sit down girl like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah me too they don't let me leave right away that's yeah. wild i wonder if it was like she was just like having a bad day and was projecting and was just being a terrible person or if like she was being transphobic and was like Ugh, yeah this trans kid out of my face <laughs> there's definitely like uh, a lot of bad experiences i've heard of people with with nurses and like like people like doing blood so it's 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 kind of sad, sad to see because I'm, I'm i'm heading that direction but yeah hopefully like hopefully you can make it better though and i know you will because yeah. <laughs> thanks this is wild and i think it is coming from from a transphobic place because they shouted uh cam's dead name the whole time after cam yeah after even asking my preferred name and pronouns, they then continued to dead name him. So that's oh that's cute. That's that, real fucking that's, cute. That's awful. Just like it's, it's not that hard. Not that hard. Mm-mm. Just and, no one is not. Yeah, and everyone makes mistakes. Like I I get that, but just like you like just say sorry, just fix it, and go forward too. But right. yeah, period. Um, 
If you want to read the next one from Woods, you can, and then I'll read Lucas after that. Uh, sure, it sounds good. My first doctor's appointment after coming out as trans 2020, I was getting a new PCP, and I walked into the waiting room, and another patient who was an older man called me the F-slur, and the receptionist just told me no, no one did anything. And then I went into the room for my appointment. The doctor comes in, and I was telling her my medical history and that I was just diagnosed with gender dysphoria. She didn't know what it was, so I, I just said I'm trans. And she instantly said, I can't have hormones because it's complicated. I, th I then assured her that I wasn't looking into giving hormones yet since I just came out like that week. And she, she proceeded to try to convince me I wasn't trans and I'm not like the, those freaks at those liberal arts college. So I know I went to a to that liberal arts college and it's small and all the trans people are friends so she kind of reminded me or she, or she kind of called me and my friends freaks wow <laughs> that, that's awful. jesus that that those words should never come from a doctor yeah like no, that never. is that is you are my doctor you should not give your opinion on on trans people what is that like but also it's the fact that like she didn't even know what gender dysphoria was and then she's she's right. giving all these comments on, on like someone's identity i'm like what is wrong with you like this yeah. <laughs> you literally have no like, understanding you, of this like right like gender dysphoria is what's it called the, in the fucking DSM medical five. thank you yeah. yeah like that is a thing you should know as a doctor like oh yeah. My God, it's um pretty strange. I I wouldn't like imagine like someone not knowing like the most basic thing, literally. Right. Like, not like all those freaks. Wow, I can't believe yeah. that came from a doctor. You should, I was I just start recording her at one point and like send it like yeah because that mm -hmm. is you should, oh how are how are some like the fact the fact that all these doctors and like primary caregivers are still hired is is like. And thinking about that most likely is like the really sad thing about this. No, yeah, because like, like people don't care. Like I've I've complained to doctors about about people being transphobic, and they're like, they're learning or something like that. Like they don't know. Oh, give me a break! Why are we like sympathizing with doctors who don't get it when we can't sympathize with trans people who have to go through it? Like I know, like we're the ones that get like uh, pretty much just like thrown through the medical system and, and deal with all the crap there. Like, I don't think anyone, I, I think probably every single trans person has had one bad experience in the medical system. I could probably guarantee that. 100%. Yeah. 100%. That's why there's so many. Like, I didn't expect all these people to have, like, actual, like, stories. So it just goes to show how fucked up the system is. Um, yeah, I know. Literally. We have one more. Okay. We have one more from Lucas. Uh, Lucas says, a couple years ago, I was admitted to the psych ward because I was at my lowest, and I was already anxious because going to the doctors made me nervous, and so I was being admitted, and I had to, I had to disclose I was trans, and that was the biggest mistake. I felt kind of alienated because they housed men with men and women with women, and they gave me my own room, and I know it was probably for my own safety or something, but I am a dude, so why not let me 
in the room. Why not let me room with one? And then as I was being admitted, the nurses told me, oh, you look so real, or I never would have guessed you were. And then they proceeded to say, oh, well, I've, I've seen I Am Jazz, and it made me so uncomfortable, like I was on display for them to gawk at. And a couple years later, I was readmitted oh. in a different hospital, and it was the same shit, different day, shake my head, medical providers need to do better. Oh. oh. Like after all of these, I'm just like, oh my god, like, this, is, this is so, so awful. Like, oh my god, the in fact, a psych ward too. Like, yeah, fuck. And the fact that they think like these comments, oh, you look so real. That that's a comp. They, they probably think, oh, that's a compliment or something. <laughs> right. No, it's not. No, it's not. No. Nope. No, like you look so I, real. Uh, last time I checked, I was real. Thank you very yeah, much. <laughs> I, yeah, I am real, and oh my god. Oh, I've seen I Am Jazz too, and it made me uncomfortable. Ugh. That show is literally just about like a girl living her life and dealing with like mm-hmm. like her transition. It's literally the most tame trans experience I think I've ever seen on television. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I don't even think I've seen the whole thing, but I know like the gist of it, and yeah. it's. It's like know. it like I can't imagine like why anyone would be like offended or there's there's literally it's like if i were to like recommend something just for someone who didn't know about trans people and wanted just like a really baseline thing i'd say i'd say that or something along the lines of it right yeah yeah also i love how that's the one that like you know of yeah. like there's so many other like <laughs> trans people there should be more trans people in the media but like there's there's a good amount more and like you you choose that one are you kidding like i don't know well that's especially also the images in the media of people like like True. quoting like like Blair White and those like assholes you know oh, like, God, yeah or like or worse or actually not maybe not worse Caitlyn Jenner actually yeah they're, they're kind of all in their same field of like terribleness I find hmm. I don't Caitlyn know Jenner has a bigger platform so she so makes it a little worse too I would say that's true that's true yeah I agree with you there but yeah even like the fact that Lucas was in a psych war too like. How triggering. Like, that is a place where you don't want to trigger somebody. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Yeah, you should have, like, training and, like, making sure you're making these people just as comfortable. Like, they need to be extra comfortable. So why are you you doing this? Oh my god. Mm -hmm. And I get the whole, you know, um, Lucas wasn't, uh, what's the word? Housed with... He was, you know, housed by himself and not with other men, which is frustrating. And it probably was for his own yep. safety. Um, but it's also just so isolating, I, too. Right. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I don't know. Maybe I don't know if I would prefer to be with other men because I am. I think I would be scared. But, like, I get how that's alienating for sure. I could get it. Makes you feel the, different. Like, from you know, outside, cast. too. Yeah. Right. Like I like I think I'd be with be good with being with other women, but yeah, I feel like there's there's that's a mm. that's a different thing. Like, what women are usually safer to be around. Women are just more mean. Like they'll hurt you more with words. Where men, yeah, probably rather, like physically beat you. <laughs> I'd rather be cussed out than like beat beat the fuck up. Yeah, obviously not fun. Which still uh, bad. Thank you, everyone, to share who shared a story because I, th- 
like damn like I, i'm a little speechless because like it sucks to hear that everyone has like that we have to go through these things but i appreciate you sharing your stories and you know bringing more awareness to the fact that the healthcare system for trans people is ass and that it needs to be fixed so thank you yeah. for sharing your stories and thank you for the idea because that was a great idea for a segment no problem yeah i'm, I'm glad it, i'm glad everyone shared too it, it must be like really really hard to like share some of these stories too so like yeah thank, thank you so yeah. much 100 um a little bit of a lighter note trans song of the week <laughs> I listened to yours last night. Probably the funnest trans song yet. Yes. <laughs> I am so here for it. Uh, what was your trans song? Mine was Coconuts by Kim Petras. And there, there's a couple like meanings to why I really like I'm, I love this song. Yeah. First, Kim Petras, like probably one of the most like famous trans pop stars in the world. Like we, we stand, she's touring, like love her so much. And mm -hmm. This song also just like when I was reading the questions, actually, this was like one of the main things that got me through my recovery too. L listening to this song, mm. every because I was crying so much, and like the only thing that would make me stop crying was listening to her, like in in Ooh. this song. So yeah, it, yeah, it, I get that. She and yeah, I've this has been like one of my favorite songs for for a hot minute. Yeah every time it's, it's 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 always something that made me smile yeah and sometimes that is all you need that <laughs> is all you need to get you through it i even the music video it's 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 a fun song and i can see you know obviously i can't relate to it from from a trans <laughs> man perspective but i can see how it was it could be very like affirming for a trans woman i guess and like relatable and yeah, fun it's, it's very yeah. like uh cutting dry very very easy meaning to understand too. <laughs> <laughs> even even by the the title coconuts i was like i know exactly what this is going to be about <laughs> yeah oh, oh. God. Uh, yeah uh, but yeah <laughs> we, we stand. that's and that was an awesome song though thank you for sharing that um no and that's about it for this week guys um this was an awesome episode and I appreciate you sharing all of your stories and all your insights and especially with the healthcare stuff. I know for sure that you are going to change the healthcare system for trans people and I'm excited to see that happen. I hope. Um, yeah. uh, do you want to give your socials so people can follow you? Yeah, of course. Let me just scroll down a little bit. Uh, you can follow me at Insta at Ali, A-L-I underscore six seven five nine three or i'm in the discord too and like if you have any questions about transfem things you can always like message me or and i'm i'm ready to answer it's been a long journey i'll have to give some help yay yeah. thank you for plugging the discord for me <laughs> of course. uh yeah definitely <laughs> definitely join the discord guys because there's a lot of us in there now i think there's over 100 people in there now so Absolutely. you're truly missing out on a great community if you haven't already joined uh follow me at hrt podcast on tiktok and instagram i post on there every single day uh subscribe to the patreon i would greatly appreciate it uh i've had to cut out a lot of stuff from the last two or three episodes so soon there will be a lot of uh, content from those episodes coming out on Patreon, so you'll be missing a lot. If you don't, make sure you check that out. And I post on here every Tuesday. I drop videos, so make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. 
and I would greatly appreciate it. And that is about it for today. Allie, thank you so much for being on. This was great. Of course. And that's it, guys. I will see you next week. Mm-hmm.